Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Is the world ready for the next chapter of the story? Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one hour and designed to keep wrestling real. This is Rant with Ant. We were all off doing our own things. But see, eventually we knew that the three of us would come together. Your hosts, the king of talk style, Anthony DiStefano. I am the alpha of this business. This is real life, my life, my respect, my dignity. Fanboy Philium, Phil Cataldo. I am the diamond of professional wrestling. This is my time. Mella is money. And the demon diva, Issa. I'm the beast and the best. This is my yard now. This is our passion. This is our dream. And if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. I ran with them. This is Nikki. What's up? Cool girls here. Hey guys, it's Santana Gear. What's up, Rant with Ant? Not like this style. So I'm glad that I'm ranting with Ant. The Blue Meanie. Hey, this is James Elwood. What's up? Rant with Ant, Seth Rollins, Kingslayer, Architect, Shield Guy. Hi, this is Allie, and you're listening to Rant with Ant. And welcome, everybody, to the show that keeps wrestling real. This is Rant with Ant. I am your host, the king of talk style, Anthony DeStefano. And with me, as always, well, is Issa. Phil is on uh, assignment this week. We sent him to hang out with Carmella um, (laughs) because we heard that she's available. And we think he's a better choice than Corey Graves. So we (laughs) sent him to go see her. And that's that's where Phil is. So if anyone asks, he's he's with Carmella. But joining me, making it two thirds of the best trio, we did get that award. It is the Demon Diva Issa. What's going on? Hi, I, I miss I miss um I miss Phil. I feel like Raw without Roman. Right. I <laughs> I, I and like this is the episode where like me and Phil would be doing all the dab breaks and all because. The news that just broke as we were about to start recording with Roman Reigns finally coming back after four months. Um, Who knows what he's coming back for? I don't care. My favorite wrestler is on TV. And to me, I think that's that's the best. That's I've looked forward to this moment. Now, I know some people want it to be a surprise and I get that. But to me, whatever. Like, I don't care if it's a surprise. If it's not a surprise, like, Roman Reigns is back on television to update us. You know, maybe he says, hey, guys, I'm out for a couple more months, but I'm beating it. I'm doing well. Maybe he says, hey, guys, I'm cleared for active competition. Who knows what he says? I don't care. The big dog goes back to his yard on Monday night. And that's all I really care about. That's all I can think about, you know, is is – I remember the feeling I felt when I was sitting on the airplane for my vacation and I got the text that Roman had leukemia. And then I I just remember that feeling. I remember tearing up on an airplane because I never knew if I would see my favorite wrestler on Raw again. And for me to get to see that Monday, no one can take away this feeling. I don't care what it's about. Hopefully it's positive. I want it to be positive. But Roman Reigns is going to be on my TV Monday night, and that's all I can ask for. Yeah, I was actually on vacation myself too, and it's funny because I was actually standing right in front of the Bellagio, which I love watching the fountains, and I saw everything, and I just like tearing up in front of one of my favorite places. Um, I'm really excited. I think um, I'm just excited to see him. I mean, we've seen him around. There's been pictures floating around in social media. He did a couple of appearances, so I think... It's an update, and I'm perfectly okay with that. If he's back for good, I'm perfectly okay with that, too. It's going to throw a wrench on the plans for WrestleMania, but, I mean, this WrestleMania is building up to probably be super epic, so why not make it even more epic? 
And that's the next thing I want to talk about is is how epic WrestleMania is going to be. Because you can catch the Rant with Ant, Winter, Mania, Spring, Gala. What is it going to be called? I guess it's Rant with Ant, Mania, Kickoff, Gala at 6.30 on Twitch. If you're a Patreon, you're invited to come. The address, you don't know. You don't need to know the address because if you're you're not invited, you can't come <laughs> anyway. So, twitch.tv backslash RWA World. Check out the gala. My jacket slays. It slays. <laughs> I promise you, you will not miss me. Um, it will remind you of the festival of friendship. I promise. Um, <laughs> but talking about mania, and that's one thing I wanted to get into because when we talk about Roman Reigns, a lot of people are maybe thinking. That Roman Reigns could be in WrestleMania, on WrestleMania, a part of WrestleMania. I don't want to jump the gun and start thinking that. Now, if he is, great. Um, I don't think you need him to... I mean, what's he going to do? Elevate Braun again? No, I, yeah. I, I mean, the rumors no, that I'm seeing around is just them helping Seth, which i rather see... Whoever beats Lesnar beat him clean. Yes. But it would also make sense to get some backup. It's Brock Lesnar. Nobody can fucking beat him, obviously. I mean, exactly. it's my beastie, and you know I love him. But they have built him to the point that nobody looks credible. And even at this point, as great as the promos that Seth is cutting, I'm not convinced that he can beat him based on what we're seeing, right? So it's just like, okay, maybe you do need the backup. He's promising that he will do whatever it takes to get yep. that title and, off of him. What do we mean by Dean that? If Dean is really leaving, because Dean Ambrose is kind of an open book. He's always been like a straight shooter. He's never been a sugarcoat guy. Dean Ambrose, if he is leaving, this is your last moment to have your greatest faction since Degeneration X stand in the ring, put their fists together for WrestleMania. And I said it yeah. last week, and now it's becoming more of a reality. But if Dean Ambrose actually, and maybe Roman is the way they convince him to stay. I, I was don't thinking know. that. I was th th as soon as I saw the news, friend. I said maybe Roman comes back and slaps him in the face and gets him to stay. But if if he really is leaving, and you know how I feel about Dean Ambrose, the single star, but the Shield is my favorite faction of all time. It's the reason why I got back into wrestling. And if he really is leaving, and we get one last Shield fist moment, and that's the last that we see of them until Ambrose returns or until a Hall of Fame induction, I don't. No, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I just, I I'm just, excited I, to see Roman, but I think WrestleMania is just going to be, know, it's going to be awesome. Listen, they, and, but they don't need Roman to be in this Braun Strowman match, and that's the thing Monday night that kind of tipped off a little bit is they did, they had to call it the Shield power bomb, and I'm like, but here's the thing: if Dean and Roman help Braun, it's still not the fucking Shield. That's no. still not the Shield. So why does like, I don't know, I. I'm I'm very interested and intrigued with this Braun Strowman thing, and if they're bringing Roman in to help Braun, because I'm telling you, I feel like the crowd has cooled down on Braun. I a lot, like, a lot. I think I, Braun's momentum ever since Crown Jewel, it, it will, it will, he hasn't picked back up, and I think nope. um, maybe a shakeup could help him because SmackDown is so loaded with smaller guys. I think him going to SmackDown could make him, you know, the big monster guy over there. Maybe he can get some credibility back. But to be honest with you, I don't see. I, I would just consider anything that Braun does right now, unless it's with like. Baron Corbin, I hate to say it, it's just a waste of a star that could be doing something else on the roster. Well, like Phil used to say, like this is your next face of the company. This is your next guy. And what, as much as we did, we made fun of it. We disagreed. I could see where he was coming from because the size, because you know that's what Vince likes is this big guy. It's a larger than life character. Vince loves those. But now it's just it the the allure, the mystique, all of it has worn off, and it's like. Yeah. When are we going to ask ourselves the honest question and, and actually give ourselves the honest answer that Roman Reigns elevated Braun Strowman? He made him look better than he is. They had a chemistry. They had something. Yeah, ever they had since some Braun magic. has not been able to have a good feud. Bra and Braun that was with, one of my favorite feuds Brock. in the last few years. Braun mm -hmm. with Brock was god-awful. And you yeah. can't blame Brock because look what's Brock done with Brian. With AJ, with Joe, with, with everyone Finn else. With Balor. Just at the Royal look, Rumble. Mm -hmm. Look what he's done. So when are we going to start saying maybe Braun wasn't in-ring ready? And I know people say, well, in-ring doesn't matter because if that's the fact, Cesaro would be champion. And I agree with you. But you need to be able to get by a good 10, 15-minute match if you're going to main event a show. I haven't seen it with Braun Strowman since Roman Reigns. I'm going to be honest with you. 
Yeah, um, I'm I'm not on the on the Braun train, and I'm not really invested in what he does at WrestleMania. You know you what know I mean? What like him? if you talk you know to me about him? WrestleMania, I'm excited to see hopefully Seth Rollins walk out with the title. I'm excited to see Becky Lynch standing tall. I'm excited to possibly see something with Kofi, which has happened. Like, come on, oh, if you would have told exactly. us three weeks ago Kofi Kingston is going to be your top contender and you're going to be behind it for the WWE title, I would have said there's so many other people on SmackDown Live. And the way that they built this is is like we're getting Becky Lynch 2.0 story. Just organically, yep. it's just happening. And I am so behind it. Like, I am at Elimination Chamber. The last five minutes of that match, I even though in my head I knew Brian was winning, I wanted Kofi Kingston to win so fucking bad. <laughs> and you know what's funny is we forget how good he is. Um... We're going to go right into that. The rise of Kofi Kingston. And it isn't really a rise. This guy's been here. It's a reminder. <laughs> it's a reminder. It's Yeah. Because for me, like, I love the New Day. I do. Same. Same. I've always liked but them. I got to the point with the New Day where I was like, what can you do new? They're still. What haven't we still. seen? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen you turn heel like, and be like how you want it to be. When they first came in, we were thinking Nation of Domination 2.0. Right. And it would have been cool because Xavier Woods is a fucking beast on the microphone. But I'm thinking that. And now, out of nowhere, out of just chance, because Mustafa Ali gets hurt. (coughs) Mustafa Ali gets hurt. He's supposed to be in the spot. I'm a big Ali fan. He's probably one of my top five right now. I know you are. But when they announced Kofi, my initial thought, and this is everyone's initial thought, and if, if if you tell me that I'm wrong, you're wrong, was, oh, cool. Here's someone to do crazy spots with Jeff Hardy. That's what everyone thought. At Royal Rumble when Kofi comes out, you never go, oh, I, that guy can win. You go, that guy's going to give us a cool spot. Yeah, yeah. If you want me to be honest, and you know we were recording, and the more that yep. we went on, I kept telling you, holy shit, Kofi Kingston is killing it. You remember, we were recording yep. oh, last yeah, Tuesday. Was... Um, but the the one thing that I thought was, it's a gauntlet match, and they need somebody to go the, long, the distance. Ali yep. would have done it. He's just yep. here to last a couple of rounds. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. And then, but... Who would have thought Elimination Chamber, the the pop Kofi got, the reaction Kofi got. And again, I'm going to reiterate this because I've uh, you all credit for what Daniel Bryan's doing right now goes to Daniel Bryan. That guy was yeah. the most popular superstar I've ever seen in my life since Stone Cold Steve Austin and maybe now Becky Lynch. And people are booing him out of the building. I love this everything that he's we, doing. I love everything he that had, he's doing. He had us all crying last year at this time because he finally got cleared to wrestle. Now we're dreams. booing the shit out of him. And we all like Daniel Bryan. So it's mm-hmm. like... And you have to give him props for... And, and, and I think I mentioned this when with the Becky Lynch getting to where she's at. It took Charlotte elevating her there. And I feel like in that gauntlet match and on Elimination Chamber and just this Tuesday, Daniel Bryan is the guy that's making this Kofi Kingston, Kofi Mania thing happen. He's made Kofi Kingston look like a million dollars. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that Kofi's a very talented man, but it takes two to tango. And they pair him with the perfect person. Well, my favorite thing is, too, is like, so I was listening to Seth Rollins on the ENC pod. And he actually got in trouble by Vince McMahon because he was supposed to squash Kofi back when, you know, he first got solo. And he's like, everybody backstage respects Kofi. Nobody wants to squash Kofi because Kofi, we we all know what a great athlete is. And I'm like, and it kind of like planted that scene. I'm like, man, Kofi Kingston is really good. I wonder what they're going to do with the New Day. And literally the next week, Kofi Kingston's running the gauntlet. And I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, and he's giving the New Day a whole new, it's just freshening them up without utilizing the other two guys they're not shitting they're not helping him they're just like fucking friends goals right now like you see those three and and i and i read somewhere on the internet today like maybe his wrestlemania storyline will have something to do with them breaking up i don't want them to break up and not every faction has to break up i know it's wrestling and maybe that's the rule but we can have this one exception because right now the support that they're and they always said it they you everybody always says big e but the three of them have always said our goal is to make make coffee the champion so that's awesome even when the new day four it was the two of them who came to kofi to complete because they felt that they needed Kofi so mm-hmm. I don't want them to break them up I like what they're doing right now and the new day as as his support system I'm all up for it so I, I totally agree I don't think you need to break this faction up or you don't need to break well here's the thing the new day's never been a faction they've right. been a tag team 
Right. Let's, I, I want let, them let to them win. Be a faction. Let them, them freebird the WWE yep. title. I would <laughs> actually love to see that. Yeah. You remember when Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens kind of tried it last year? They hinted at it and they both fought AJ Styles. And I was like, you know what? I would actually be down to seeing that. It hasn't been done before. And I had so much fun when Jericho and Kevin Owens kept calling themselves the Universal Champion, oh, but they God. really weren't both carrying it. I would love to see what that yep. would be like. And I think you could do it. And I think the New Day could do that. But Even if it's a short run. Mm-hmm. Um. I just feel like SmackDown's really just hitting it out of the park with with. I think that it's Raw a, keep, was a good show and Raw the crowd killed show. it. Raw mm-hmm. was a great show, and that's the thing. That crowd Monday night, and I worked, or well, I was off Monday, so I was exhausted. But watching it back, I fell asleep before Raw even started Monday night. I'm not gonna lie, but watching it back, I'm watching these moments, and I'm like. Why is the crowd not up for any of this? And then Tuesday night was a whole different animal, and it just shows you. Because it was in New Orleans, and they were just yep. there, and they're familiar with NXT. And I, I'm very 50-50 on this, and I'm tweeted about it because I don't want to be the fan that gets upset at getting what I want. You're getting these top NXT guys on the main roster just to showcase them, right? But at the same time, I was like, why do you do it with this crowd when you're coming to Philly? You're coming to D.C. You're coming to fucking Atlanta. Yeah. At you the same time, fr- you do it in front of Philadelphia. Right. But where at the, the same time, I wanted nuts. them to win that crowd over. But there was no winning that crowd over. No. Nothing woke them up. They only chanted. Becky Lynch is a god because she's all they chanted for and she wasn't even there. But like there was nothing. And they didn't even do anything where you're just seeing two guys that you're not familiar with fight. They, they pair them with people that you're familiar with. So you should have been invested even if you don't know who this guy is. I like I, I got into it with First Dave off, in, a, in a little short argument because he was like, well, I'm a casual viewer. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. The people that you're seeing on Raw right now, they all came from NXT. They were all in that Seth spot Rollins, at one Roman point or Reigns. another yeah, when you didn't them. know who the fuck they were. And look at them now. So imagine yep. being the asshole that was there Monday night and maybe five years from now, all these guys are on top of the line and you're going to remember you were the crowd that fucking ruined their very first yep. night on the main roster. And that's the thing that got me is like, even like Finn came out with an intercontinental championship and it was like, man. Bailey and Sasha came out with their fucking newly won brand new tag team championship for the women. They said they're going to defend it everywhere. Yeah. I'm popping over here like crazy. Like, and yes, going, I want to see them show up in NXT. I want to see them show up in SmackDown. I want to see all of that. Like that should have gotten a huge pop. Nothing. I'm like, did yeah, they give away tickets? It was this like, I, I, I don't mean to sound rude, but is this like some kind of event where it was just free and they just got a bunch of people in there that didn't or, know what the or fuck they was had going like, on? Maybe they had like a Snoop Dogg smoke festival before because they must have <laughs> I don't know. I can't answer that. But it just, you know, uh, as much as I shit on some crowds for being overly crazy, I will take a loud, involved crowd all the time over a quiet crowd because it kills the show it made that three hours of television program feel like six it just I'm wasn't a, i'm a brooklyn person right i've been to every show in the barclay center and i sometimes i don't like saying that out loud to wrestling fans because everybody knows the brooklyn crowd right but on monday night i was like i would rather deal with this mark crowd at home then deal with a completely dead crowd. He just felt so disrespectful to these guys. And I'm like, you guys are not even appreciating what's standing right in front of you. And you should have been hyped because I thought Elimination Chamber was a fun show. I love that it ended early. First of all, can we first just off, talk about that? I was like, oh my God, it's only 10? Perfect. <laughs> Like, I know. <laughs> you don't need a five-hour show. It started at 7. It was over by like 10.25. I was like, okay, this yeah. is beautiful. Like, I can go to bed at a normal time. And the show, like, I know some people didn't like the the women's tag match. Some people didn't well, like why? it. And it wasn't their cup of tea, and that's fine. But but what did I you th- think? I loved it. I I loved it. I thought they made that moment feel huge. I feel mm-hmm. like everybody got their shine. And one thing I noticed was they established Mandy and Sonya as this, <laughs> this dynamic duo. And then look who beats Asuka on Tuesday night. As I, I called, as if you go back a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I told you no one was ready for Mandy. Mandy Rose beats <laughs> Asuka. The dark horse, right? <laughs> and now she's going to get a title shot. But what it did is it established your stars. We knew who was going to win the whole time. But, again, like the men's elimination chamber, that seed of doubt was there. Where you're like, oh my god, 
That Mexico moment where Tamina and Nia Jax got eliminated, oh. I was so hyped because that's who I thought was going to win just to put it on a heel. And then, like, and I understand, like, I, I love the Iconics. I wanted them to win. Like, I after too, Sasha so. and Bailey were my top choice, I would have gone with the Iconics, right? But I am tired of history, like, not because it's a prop, right? What they said about the titles. No, I want this to be a historical moment that you always and- remember and you go back to it and the pre- people that deserved it won't it you know i love that the four the inaugural smackdown women's champ becky lynch the inaugural women's champ before there was a smackdown champ charlotte flair the inaugural women's tag team champions sasha and bailey and i'm not here to discredit them because i do like them and i do think that you know i didn't like the storyline where they were fighting and all that because but now i understand why they came together they do deserve this moment because mm-hmm. when people try to draw a, like a, a, a connection to when this woman's revolution actually started, a lot Sasha of people go Bailey. to Sasha versus Bailey in Brooklyn. I was, I was in Brooklyn and I was there because I had gotten free tickets. I was in for NXT. My nephew was in town. It was his first pay-per-view. And I will be honest with you, neither one of us was really into NXT. I knew Finn Balor. I knew I loved Tyler Breeze. And he was my favorite. Tyler and Breeze I loved Kevin man. Owens, right? So the, the latter match is what I was like, free tickets? Why not? And I will never forget that match. And, and that's the match that made me go, holy shit, girls are doing that down here. <laughs> you know, like, what is happening? And the day that those four came to the main roster is when I started paying attention and and I fell in love with Charlotte which I am so happy that we're getting that Charlotte that I fell in love with that bitch oh. because Charlotte as a heel is a fucking is on another fucking level and and she and, is she is her dad every step of the way yeah. she's a good face she's a great he like yeah <laughs> Ric Flair is one of the best heels ever and we all admire him for being it because mm-hmm. he made us feel like small little peasants when he was talking about alligator shoes when people were fucking making three dollars an hour back then right you know so it's like yeah and it's that's the that's the charlotte that made me love women's wrestling and it was her feuds with sasha i know that people were like oh my god these two need to stop fighting i loved everything that they did together and sasha has never been my favorite, but she's always part of these matches that I loved up till this Ronda Rousey, up until Becky Lynch, because Becky Lynch, I always loved her. She never did any wrong in my eyes. So Becky Lynch was always, how do I explain it? Back then, if I had to put them in order how I liked them, it was Charlotte, Becky, um, Bailey, and Sasha. Bailey was probably the only face that I popped for when she debuted. I was in the building, and I remember sitting there with my friends, and they were like talking about how I never get up for any faces. And as soon as she came out, I went crazy. They were like, oh, you do like a face. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that all of them deserve to have some moment in history, and yep. I, I'm happy for them. And Sasha said, we fought for this so hard. So it, it made us realize that we have no clue what they had to go through to make and this happen. This is unpopular, because I do like the icon. I love Peyton Royce. They're not. They're growing on me. They're growing on me. They're they're great characters. Yeah. I think for the women's tag champions to be taken seriously, the first should be great wrestlers. Right. And they're going to put on great matches. And I'm not saying the Iconics can't. I'm just saying I don't think they're as well versed inside the ropes as Sasha and Bailey. I don't think they're as good as Mandy and Sonya. I don't think they're as good as Naomi and Carmella. I think the Iconics are great characters. And right. I think Peyton Royce is very good in the ring. I think Billy Kay Needs is, some work. is the weakling. I think she's she's going to be good. But here's the, here's the realness of it. You haven't given them a fucking chance to be good because right. they've been so fluctuant on when they're on TV and when they're not. The, the crowd doesn't know how to react to them. So it's like... All these little things added up, and it made sense for Sasha and Bailey to get this. Because here's a ho- here's the hopes. Sasha and Bailey versus Lita and Trish at Mania, or Sasha and Bailey versus the Bella Twins at Mania. They are the two prolific women's tag teams in the history, like in the last decade or, what, 20 years now. You think Bella Twins, Lita and Trish. Who else do you think? That should be your WrestleMania feud. And I'm not just saying that if it's Lita and Trish, I'm fine. I'm not saying it because I'm a Bellas fan. But Bella Twins were really the only tag team in women's wrestling. Real for tag a, team, right? And then while. the Iconics kind of took over their, their, and, their personality, character aspect of it. Yeah. And, and maybe, and this is just me shooting, shooting in the dark, right? Maybe that's what you do with the Iconics. Maybe the Bellas do win it 
off Sasha and Bailey because you want to say, hey, look, we have a TV show, blah, 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 because let's be real. That's part of making money. That's part of the business. And then the, the SummerSlam, you know, here's the torch passing moment. The Iconics beat the Bella Twins. Maybe that, that I don't, great. you know, but who knows? Or if it's on Sasha and Bailey, that's fine. The fact that this that these tag titles are going to go back and forth between all of the brands and, you know, they even said, NXT, which will be yeah, so they dope. say we'll, we'll defending so against past, present, future. Like I just like, like the possibilities are endless. And, and, and the fact that the two women holding it can pretty much put a good match with anybody i'm just excited to see you know where it goes i well, think a fast lane will get them against um naya jackson tamina just to get yeah, that pay-per-view yeah. over with and just to get the first title they get that defense. big win yeah yeah but you know what i would love i would love for them if you're gonna shoot into the, <laughs> the air like you're saying i would love for them to play um double duty on, on wrestlemania weekend and wrestle a takeover against um Kyrie Oh yeah, and Io and they wrestle at WrestleMania like to like Bellas. win yeah, that whatever. night. Oh my God, that would be so against. <laughs> and, and they and here's two people that can. Here's yeah. two suit, and that's what I'm saying. Like you can make this a workhorse belt, and I don't know. I'm excited for it. Like I I fucking love the spot where everyone got to like hawk up and hit their move and like that spot there that spot was fucking i love dope. when they took out naya jacks naya jacks sold that like a pro yep. i never give her props she's not one of my favorites and, and the way that she fucking it almost looked like a cartoon the way that she just went against the thing and just like slide down and then how all four of them pinned tamina yep. love that spot i thought it was clever and it was my it was one of my favorite parts of the match because i was like well, holy shit they're not going the way that i thought they were going and inside i knew if it's not them it's gotta be sasha and bailey so i just wanted them to have that moment it was awesome and then we have like the elimination chamber i also liked because you know finn finally got his recognition i guess and that intercontinental title i mean looks good on him like yeah look, i just want to say i called that remember when yeah, we were talking yeah. about it i uh, called that weeks ago and i'm and i'm really excited i you guys know i'm he's not like oh my he's god size. I, I like i like him in this role i don't yeah. like him as the main champion but i think there's no other perfect intercontinental champion in raw right now than him I mean, you look at him, he has the belt, he looks good, he makes the belt look good, and it's like, that guy looks like a champion. That yeah, but we guy, need to put him away because, from Bobby listen, Lashley and put him on some real fucking Exactly, but now. like, before Shawn Michaels was Shawn Michaels, when he had that intercontinental belt, you were like, that dude looks good, that title looks good, that right. guy's a, you know, that guy's the man. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Finn Balor represents. It always that title was always a step up, and I know people are gonna say Finn was the Universal Champ. I get it; it was a day. Anybody remember Kane's title reign? Because it was a day. It happened, but there was no reign to it. So I think this was the perfect way to to get Finn going again. You got him with Brock. He got hot again yeah. as Finn Balor, not the Demon. You put that IC title on him. He could be the demon at this mania. Granted, whoever he faces. My God, we need that entrance at least yep. once. We just but, need it. <laughs> but you have people bought into the man and now the demon. And yeah. when he starts working his way up again, that's the, the the beauty is in the chase. When someone wins that Intercontinental Champion, it means they're priming them. Look, Seth Rollins just dropped that title. They and were priming him. Roman yeah. Reigns before him. They were you know, getting him ready for that. Now, Lashley, I think, was a placeholder to get at the Finn. Right. I don't think they're priming Lashley for anything, but maybe they are because he comes out later. Him, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin are this thing now. And <laughs> this thing. <laughs> I don't like this thing. I like I I personally I I'm not a big Bobby Lashley fan. That guy should be a face. No. That that guy should just be a face because the, I, I, don't buy I, I, I wanted him to Lashley. face Brock when he first came back, and they would have kept him off the mic, having come back and, and put him in a one-off match against Brock just because of their backgrounds. I think that would have been awesome, but he's done so much of nothing that it's just like but, right now I'm just like not feeling it. You know what's weird, and this is just the strangest thing with with Baron Corbin is Baron Corbin. I used to be like I I don't mind his matches. I hate him on the mic. Right. Now. I like you on the mic, and I can't stand your matches. Can you just fucking click? Just put them both together. Because That's why they put him as a GM position, to give him that microphone. I, they believe in him a lot. I like it. Baron Corbin. Um, His I matches think have just been very bleh. 
because he hasn't been on the right feuds. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is... Strowman. I, Strowman. Strowman, yeah. <laughs> right? We're, we're figuring out what the problem is. But and I, like, I think that, I like, like Baron Strowman, Corbin but... looks like an asshole. He acts like an asshole. And he looks like the kind of person that could take it, that could take the heat, right? When they were, like, trying to put all the heat about how bad raw has sucked they put it on him and what did he do he laughed about it and you believe that too you think that that's how he is um I, I i i he grew on me when he got that gm position it's just you need to put him in the right in the right field i and i think again with these call-ups which we're going to get into i think that now we start seeing some new fun things do hopefully you think call-ups i do I I, I I don't know i don't know if it's let's get eyes on them because mm-hmm. i I still think that NXT ends up on Fox Sports 1. Same. And I think this is the way that you get people familiar with these names. and Or I think Vince McMahon needs firepower for WrestleMania season. Because let's face it, right now, Seth is hurt. Brock's not going to work. He's a limit, limited dates. We know what we get with Brock. Braun Strowman has cooled down a ton. <laughs> Roman Reigns is sick. Dean Ambrose is leaving. Boom, 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 boom. What the fuck? Give me some star power. Yeah, but if you really think about it, like, you know what? I'm going to shut up because I'm going to, like, I literally said it in my head and then remember, we're hardcore, right? So you and I are going to sit there. We're going to pop for Becky Lynch winning. We're going to pop for Seth Rollins yep. winning. We're going to pop if Kofi Kingston does something huge. But those people that don't watch might not. So I, I can see your point too. About we need to bring need, as much power as we need. They need mm-hmm. to bring new faces or something because, the like I said, Seth Rollins is on TV, but he's hurt. He cannot perform. They're going to be careful with him. Brock Lesnar works limited dates. Roman Reigns is sick. Dean Ambrose is leaving. Becky Lynch is in a hurt storyline. So it's like these people can't wrestle. Can we, we talk need... about how badass she was on Sunday? Ah, oh, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> we need people to wrestle. So yeah. who's your four best? Tomasa but... Champa, Johnny Gargano, Ricochet, Alistair Black. You know what happened? You want to know what casuals do when they watch? My dad, who I bring up as a casual a lot, called me the next morning and said, that fucking guy, Ricochet, is amazing. That's what he's like. Not... Not what Seth or, or, or Becky or, or Brock or none of that. That guy, Ricochet, did moves I've never seen well, before. Well, I called my mother a casual and she texted me and she said, what the fuck is wrong with that guy that keeps sitting on the ground, somebody getting my share? She was talking about Alistair Black. Hey, <laughs> I, had to like, I had to like get in there and be like, I don't even like Alistair Black. But I was like, no, mom, I'll he's tell actually you what, really good. Give him a share. I'll tell you what, his, <laughs> that, seeing that entrance on Raw, and I don't know, I've seen it live. But seeing yeah. that entrance on Raw, when I know when, because my dad said his entrance was awesome. He's like, that kind of reminds me of like an Undertaker vibe. I'm like, yeah, but it's he's just like the, a dark character. It's not like a dead man or anything. Fucking Michael like, Cole called him Moody. Fuck is he, you. he looked like a vampire, kind of. Like, that's what I get with Aleister Black. It's like a vampire. But, like, yeah. Gangrel Jr. But, um... <laughs> Yo, the brood was dope, and it had great theme music. But And Aleister Black has my favorite theme music right now. But when he rose up laughing. with with the candles, like it looked like me after having like a nice night of sultry I, hot I think, sex. I tweeted that he makes me want to watch The Craft. Do you remember <laughs> The Craft, that movie about the witches? <laughs> yeah. He makes me want to put on some fucking Jay Holiday with some candles and light them up and just. I like know, to think of my Alistair Black. I like to think of my Alistair spirits. Black as like <laughs> as a romance thing with all the candles. No, but. When he when that when you see that and when he pops up and he has that dark entrance and that heavy music and he's all tatted up, that catches your eye, and you think that the guy is is a star because he does come off at like a, a fucking regular guy doesn't get an entrance like that. A star does. He's never caught my eye, and I think that. Well, Alistair he caught Selena Black Vega's in, eye, so your fucking opi- opinion, your opinion no, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not even that. I think he always gets, except for that match with Lars Sullivan, he always gets caught in fields where I like the other person better, right? Velveteen, we just even talked about it. Like, Ciampa. I loved Finn Balor. And when Finn Balor started, like, going down in my scale was that universal title match because I was mm-hmm. rooting for Seth and I didn't want Seth to lose and, and then he got hurt so he was 
gone. So I think that's the problem with me and Alistair Black. I appreciate him in the ring. I love the entrance, but I cannot get invested. And that's because he's always fighting somebody that I like more. Now on Tuesday, which I know that Andrade is your boy, but on Tuesday was probably one of the one times yeah, that I really paid attention to him. Again, and I was those like, guys wow, this guy's really fucking good. <laughs> those guys have fucking legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the past two months, Andrade has showed you and I'm glad they kept him out of the chamber because it would have killed momentum. Yeah. I told you. That's why they yep. remember you were mad. I said, you know what? If he's this not going to win, leave him, th- leave him even, out. Even in a losing effort against Aleister Black, this guy showed up and showed out. And like that's wins and losses are starting to matter. Yeah. And that's that's great. But it's okay to look good in a loss. And WWE's perfecting that now. It's like, okay. Rey Mysterio, you're a Hall of Famer. You're one of the greats. You're going to lose. But you're going to look damn good losing to Andrade. Okay, Andrade, you just came off a big victory with Rey. You got a lot of momentum. How are we going to let them know that Aleister Black's the real deal? He's going to beat you. But you're going to look fucking good in that match. And, like, that's how you create stars. And then eventually when they go for titles and they get on these winning streaks... Like, I, I feel like they've totally forgot how to do that with Drew McIntyre. Because Drew McIntyre squashed Dean, and it's cool. You squashed Dean, but we all know Dean's leaving. You told us. <laughs> My so God, when way... Dean slapped him backstage, that yeah. sounded like a fucking gun show. Like, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what they use for the sound, but I love that. <laughs> I I love this. I do not. I like, I'm, this, the characters, I'm leaving Dean Ambrose. Like, that is his character. It's, I'm leaving. You have the new Daniel Bryan. You have the man, Becky Lynch. And you have the, I'm leaving Dean Ambrose. And I love, because yeah. he just does not give a fuck. Well, he walked up to say, where were you out there? Yeah, I was where like, were you this asshole. And then he goes, I love when Seth goes, what are you, crazy? He went, with the eyes. Like, oh, yeah, I am crazy. But I also saw something on. I'm going um, back I, to clip that face he just made. I think it was Facebook or Twitter. That's that. That's my face every time I. I see Nikki Bella. Um, and, and the Patreons can see my face. So if you're listening, go to patreon.com. Backslash Me when I see Roman on my TV again. Make the face. Make the face. I need a little bit more moisture, though, when Roman comes back for all of us. It's going to be a flood. I don't know if it's going to be. Te- I don't know if it's going to be tears or your vagina, but something. Both. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a happy one. It's gonna be. This is uh, what happens when we don't have Phil moderating our our conversations. Oh yeah, they're just going downhill. <laughs> they're just going downhill quick. But I just I love this Dean Ambrose. But again, with like we're going back on track here is Drew McIntyre. You were grooming this guy to be a Universal Champion. Now again, now you and again you put him with Braun. Is Braun the is Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin like the end all be all of like. Okay, here goes your fucking motivation, and here goes your push. Goodbye, career. Because, <laughs> like, I don't care about Drew McIntyre, and I love Drew McIntyre, but, like, you beat Dean, and usually a win over Dean Ambrose, a Grand Slam champion, the Shield, fucking one of the most decorated superstars, it means something. But WWE came out and told the fans, Dean Ambrose is not signing. We all know it's scripted. Dean Ambrose lost to EC3. He's losing left and right. It's like, it doesn't matter that you beat one, He's one on one with EC3, which I found interesting. Um, I mean, if you're on your way out, you put people over. And, and I I had an issue with that because a lot of people were like, oh, he's questioning Ambrose. How dare they do that? And I'm like, you need to figure out which side of the fence you want to be on, yeah. right? Because if you want Drew McIntyre to look good, he just beat Dean Ambrose. Whether he's out the door or not, that's a, that's a valid fucking win under your belt compared to what he's been doing for the last fucking two months, but, right? But that's the most. They haven't done <laughs> Like and maybe he challenge. Like if you give me Drew versus Finn at at Mania but we've for the seen IC it. belt, but we've seen it. But that's the problem. Exactly. But we've seen it. And but it here's the thing we haven't seen. Maybe these three beat up Finn or attack Finn, and then the demon has to come out. And then you do McIntyre versus the demon. Give him more than five minutes on Raw. Give him the WrestleMania match, and let it mean something. Because right now, who's legit a challenger for Finn? Elias, I don't know if he's heel or face. He changes every fucking day. Nor do I, I think the fans like him. But when they're in the ring, he's the fans are quiet. They like his yeah. gimmick. They like his stick. But do they cheer Elias when he's wrestling? Because I don't hear it. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't. You ever know. hear "Let's Go Elias" chants? Hmm. You ever hear a "Let's Go Elias" chant? No, I don't know no, what no. the time yeah. frame <laughs> is with Sami Zayn because I would love to see Sami Zayn and Finn Balor go at it on a one-on-one. I thought it was um, going to be Kevin, but he I looks like he's coming back that as he's a face. fighting Brian. Whatever. I need like. I if if, if he wins the fucking, I swear to you, if Kevin Owens wins the WWE title at WrestleMania, this is definitely book for me. If Fair, I walked out of there with Becky, four. Seth, and Kevin Owens as champions, it's, it's, I'm done. I'm done. My All my dreams come true. And I always said Kevin Owens could be a great face because he's just so relatable and he's funny and he's fucking cool. I think those he, promos are a face promo. Oh, they are. I mean, yeah. I'm doing this for my family, family, family. Like, he's what so do cute people, with his kid. Like, his kid's stealing those promos to? too. <laughs> yeah, what do people connect to? They connect to people with family, and you know, and that's why it's it's that story what, of I'm a regular Joe. I look like you. Thank I'm, you. That's what Kevin Owens represents. The normal no. everyday guy that that made it, that made his dream come true. And you know what? Like, you, he has kids. He has a family. Like, everybody can relate to Kevin Owens. Yep, and I and. I don't know. I, I just, love him so much. The pineapple pizza thing was great. The bowling oh, thing was God. great. He's, he's I so, love how he man. kept fucking eating the pizza even though he couldn't he went, eat oh, it. Oh. oh, God, and bites it again. Why it's is like, he so fucking good? He can make anything good. And like uh, I love the gutter ball because it's like the anti-Mr. Perfect. Like, Mr. Perfect needs to do everything like throw a football and catch it himself oh my god I you know. know like all that stupid shit and kevin Owens I is like i'm mr he, i'm um, mr average joe i'm mr just i'm you yeah and i love, I love it. when he asks his kid for change because that is such a dad thing to yep. do when they were at the movie theater my dad does that every single time when i gave you a 20 where's my like i remember that every time that my dad gave me money i was like that is such a dad joke one time my dad <laughs> gave me a hundred dollars and said bring me change he only had a hundred on and i went to the mall and I got back and I handed him a penny. <laughs> and I said, there's your change. He knew he wasn't getting it back. But you know how, you know, it is it is a dad joke. It's, it's a like, relatable next thing. Week, That's I a need, face promo. Next week, they need to be at dinner and he needs to smack the table and go, ready to rock and roll? Uh, don't. It's a white no. dad thing. <laughs> it is a white dad thing. We do it. I did it again the other day. I do it like subconsciously now. I was like, all right, ready to rock and roll? Like, why am I? I never said the term rock and roll until I had a kid. I don't know what the fuck's going on with me. Wow. Yeah. Let's just move on to something else. Man. Yeah, let's, you, you let's just, talk. <laughs> you fucked up the moment, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I ruined it. I ruined it. Hey, you know what's crazy? We've been going 42 minutes, and I notice how much more we talk when we don't have a third person. <laughs> My voice wasn't prepared for this. My throat hurts. I'm getting these weird, like... Let's talk about Becky Lynch. Let's talk about Becky Lynch, because I am glad that they kept Surprise! her up to Surprise topic. This is not a surprise topic. It's we not on our go list. Week. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Get I got a loser. list. Here's the order of my list of sin. It goes Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie, Andre from Alcaz, Jigen, <laughs> Corrupt, Nas, and then me. So when I'm not put on this list of shit, does not offend me. <laughs> there was my Eminem line of the week. From I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I loved everything that she did. I love that they kept her off TV. I absolutely love Triple H saying, like, he's like, okay, as a corporate figure, I got to tell you, she can't do that again. But personally, that shit was awesome. (laughs) She fucking beat them the fuck up. She beat them the fuck up. And then Charlotte showing up the bruises, like that Fight Club shit. Like, you know Charlotte is into that shit. Like, Charlotte said, hit me as hard as you fucking can. Like, God, I love I love all three of them. I just just love all three of them. Ronda got fucked up. Ronda was bleeding. And then the next night she Yo, comes out. Uh, time out. Ronda's I mean, gear at Elimination Chamber. Oh, shit. I bro. know. Shit. Like, <laughs> I was like Team Becky, and then Ronda, Ronda came out. Then Be- oh. Becky shows up looking all Kill Bill. Like, I know. It was oh a Kill God, Bill, Mortal Kombat. Charlotte Flair is just the fucking queen. Like, you're just yeah. a bad bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you, like, Charlotte Flair could be on, like, Real Housewives of send north carolina how do you not want that to be a triple threat match how like please explain it to me like i i try to understand i don't, I don't because, get it yes did i want a one-on-one yes but how no. do you not want that to be a triple threat between these three women how like i why, don't get it why is it a bad thing that you have becky lynch who's the hottest wrestler in the world right now 
Ronda Rousey, who's the biggest name in women's wrestling ever. In combat sports. Ever. Female combat sports, yeah. Because Ronda Rousey is the biggest name in combat sports. So she brings that audience with her. And the best women's wrestler of all time, Charlotte. Who happens to be Ric Flair's daughter to bring those fucking nostalgia old school fans. It's like, (laughs) if you told me I could have filet, fish, and chicken for dinner... I'm not going to fucking argue about that. Why do I have to settle for just filet and fish when I can have chicken too? And you and you beat Charlotte and now you have a fucking SummerSlam match. You get yep. that one-on-one between Becky and, and, and Ronda. Like, I just like... I, maybe it's because they're my top three favorite females, right? So for me, this is like christmas my birthday valentine's day every holiday in the world that you receive a gift in one is what i consider this match if it's a triple threat right and i just it's like justin timberlake coming in in a suit and his dick in a box (laughs) yes one cut a hole in the box two you put your junk in the box three yes let it open the box it's like the box is one of them the junk in the box is the other one and And the third one you're opening the the box and you do this (laughs) with the face i just can't i can't and charlotte is just killing it right now and i love how much every chance she gets she reminds us that it's a singles match just to piss us Mm -hmm. off even more like charlotte as a heel is the first female wrestler that i loved i bought her merch the very first female merch that i ever bought was a charlotte flair can you guess mine and this is the charlotte that i loved can you guess my first female shirt what nikki villa oh yes right for a (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars You know what? The last female wrestler shirt I bought. Nikki Bella. Yes, I actually it was a chalk line jacket for hundred and thirty dollars, and it it's came. It's all I have so in my hot. closet. Is Ronda, um, Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky merch. When it comes to, so I don't know. For I have me, Alexa shirts. Is... I have Sasha shirts. I have Nikki shirts. I have a lot of Nikki shirts, and of course you do. Now I got to get my Rhea Ripley shirt. But that yo, when she gets caught up, that's a. Bad That's a bad bitch. Yo, I love her. When she came up. out in the rumble, I was like, "Yo!" And she did that heavy metal stomp. I want her to be the one who just comes in and breaks Nia Jax's face. What the fuck is going on with um? What's her name? Lacey Evans. Explain they, this whole walking like, in and leaving thing. They're saying they're gonna push her. Like, here's the thing. They're she's saying a, she's gonna face Oscar. Yo, Maybe. she's a she's a bad bitch too, cause she's actually like a ex army vet. Like, she's a legit bad like a bitch. legit bad bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. There's some of it. I find her. Like stunningly attractive. I know. Like, like I love that, 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 that when she came out on Tuesday. It's the blonde like, oh, thing. Damn, girl. It's the, the, where's Phil? Because they tell me that my blonde, my blonde is going up again. It's all because <laughs> Mandy. I want you guys to know when whatever Corey Graves says when Mandy comes out, that's supposed to be directed towards Carmella, is actually my thoughts when Mandy Rose comes out. Is just listen to Corey Graves commentating, and that's my thoughts. You're sitting in the room with me because I love Mandy Rose, but Lacey Evans. I, I, and here's why where we need our NXT, our NXT compadre Phil, because I've only seen like one or two Lacey Evans matches, and I mm-hmm. wasn't overly impressed with Lacey Evans in the ring. Um, so I'm kind of confused on how. Yeah. But here's the thing, like I wasn't impressed with Mandy Rose, and she's, I'm not saying she's good, but I'm saying she's improved. I didn't. You thi- have to give them all a chance. Yep. You remember Carmilla? I didn't when think she won Liv the Morgan- title, we still were not there. I never thought Liv Morgan was good, and in Elimination Chamber, she was fucking flying she was all awesome. over. And she it's was like, awesome. You give these girls a chance to shine, you give them time to shine, and they will shine. So maybe I'm just blinded because I only saw Lacey Evans, you know, a sample size. Maybe she has something we haven't seen. And I never, I never thought Ember Moon would be as good as she was. Ember Moon, when she hit the main roster, I knew she was good. I always thought she was lacking something. When she hit the main roster, I'm like, oh my god, Ruby Riot who was someone I thought had it all along, but she hits the main roster, and you're like, wow. Like, right. You give her time, and you, it's easier, and I, I get that it's easier to watch NXT, but it's easier for me to put on the USA Network on Monday and Tuesday mm-hmm. night because if I'm doing paperwork for work, I can look up and I can still watch it. I don't have you to have go to on my. Your phone, I don't and have then, to go like, on my PlayStation work, or nothing. You have to pull on your phone, and then like if somebody texts you, it interrupts. Like I hate yep. all of that. Yep. I don't want to do all that work. I'm sorry. Call me like lazy, but I don't. I I don't watch. I I haven't been able to watch NXT um in a long time, so I don't know a lot about 
Lacey Evans. I mean, they're making a point for us to know that she's there every fucking show. Yeah, it's almost like it feels like the Eva Marie thing. Like, you're just showing up and you're not really doing anything. Like, But I I don't want them to go that route. See, but Eva Marie had matches scheduled and then she will figure out a way out of them. This bitch is just coming out and turning around. And she's coming out like she's like ready to bet on the fucking Kentucky Derby. She's like... I know. What's that horse's name? Number three. Give me three hundred on on that one. The underdog. What is it paying out? Six to two. It's like you know. And you brought up Carmela, and I don't want to talk about this because I don't want to add to the drama. But I just want to say that I I love the fact that it was proven wrong, and a lot of people just jumped is, in that situation without knowing what was going is, on. This like, is what I'm gonna say: is it's their personal lives. Mm-hmm. They can do what the fuck they want. I get that you might not, it might not be with your morals, as it might not be with what you think's right in the world. But guess what? You're not involved in her life. You don't know what's going on. And I'm not saying, you know, I agree with if if it did happen. If it, it's just none of my fucking. But it fucking didn't. Bi- it didn't. He's been moved out of his house and trying to get divorced n- for months. It's none of my business if it happened. Yeah. Because but guess like, what? It doesn't concern like nobody- me. Everybody like gave them so much shit. Yeah, exactly, and it's, and that's the problem. That's the problem with social fucking media. Yeah, because listen, and, and you know, why are you wife in or wife, whatever did it out of like pettiness? And that's when I saw that I was like, I'm a girl, and we're evil fucking bitches when you do us wrong, or when we think you did us wrong, even if you didn't. So I was like, I don't know that I that I want to go with. I don't I, I don't think that we're getting the whole story here. So Why, I just wanted but, to just say, just I, wait for no, the details. I'm, I'm here to say, you know, Bray Wyatt did cheat. Mm-hmm. But, but guess what? It's none of our fucking business. Does it concern you, your family, or your money? If it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. That's the problem Amen. with this. This is the problem is we're looking at, there's a reason the divorce rate's like 62% in this country. It's because people cheat. Legit people cheat. Our president cheated. He got a blowjob under the desk while he was president in 1996. And guess what? I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because it didn't concern me. It didn't concern how he did his job. Does this does this affect how Carmella and Corey Graves do their job to entertain me? No. Did they kill anybody? No. Do I agree with cheating? No. But again, it doesn't matter because it's not my life. They, there's always shit that happens, and we, I, I don't, I don't fucking get why people think that these guys are any different than your friend. I guarantee everyone that listen has a friend that cheats on their wife or their girlfriend or their boyfriend or their husband. I guarantee it. We all know someone. Do you fucking think less of them? Maybe you don't agree with it, but it's none of your business. What I do Preach. after I get off this microphone? None of your business. None of your business. If if. They wanted you to know they would clue you in. When I have stuff that I want to talk about with my friends, like Easton and Phil, and I don't want to share it on air, we have those conversations. And that's when it concerns someone else. Unless they say, hey guys, we're dating, this is what happened, and they announce it, and they want to talk about it, then it's good. But if they don't want to talk about it, people jump to conclusions, People fucking Carmelo was trending for all the wrong reasons. And it's like, why? Because because people make mistakes as humans or because someone fucking blew up her spot when it Oh my god. When, 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 I just found out that Rome is going to be in Good Morning America on Tuesday. This bitch is going to be riding Times Square first thing in the morning. Wait, Good morning America <laughs> on Tuesday too? Good morning America. Yeah. I'm there. He's, I he's, am fucking there. Yo, he's coming back. He's coming back. The big he's, dog's back. The fucking gonna, big dog is I don't know back. if he's going to make it to Good Morning America because I might try to kidnap him on his way. <laughs> hey, my yeah, name is Dan Clare with Channel 6 Weather. Tuesday looks like a flood warning in New York City. I am so happy. I'm, go- I'm totally going to go. Yo, he's coming. Totally Why is go. he on Good Morning America? Because that motherfucker beat it. I guarantee you. Lady Wood sign in Good Morning America. I'm going to cry. I'm it. fucking Monday. I'm crying. I'm crying Monday. Good thing I don't do reaction videos oh or I'll be crying. God. But oh my God, again, to, so cir- to circle back around, I just, I, and I know our Patreons were talking about it and it was an educated discussion. Let's see what happens. And, and that's what we have to do. I know we look up to these people, but don't put people on a pedestal. Relationships I loved fail. our Patreon conversation about that, by the way. Shout out to all of yeah. our Patreons because it was a very smart back and forth between a lot of different opinions and everybody respected each other's opinions. And like relationships fail, guys. And, and here's the thing. Now, if, if 
Corey Graves or anyone for that matter did something to affect the well-being of a child or or domestically abuse someone or did anything like that, I would be right there with you. I just think I think marital problems are are a thing. I'm married. I've been married for six years. I've been with my wife for 12. I know ups and downs of marriage, and that's no one's business. Now, if he hurt somebody physically, that's when we can start bringing awareness to a situation. But, again, I just don't see crucifying someone when, again, the divorce rate in this country is over 50%. It just shows you that there's that maybe it's an issue in our country. Maybe maybe it's just an issue with people shouldn't be married. I don't know. I can't answer that. But well, like supposedly we don't know, and we'll never know, right? But supposedly but he's been trying to get divorced, and this whole thing private, happened when he finally told her, "I'm seeing somebody else." Life. I think like what it comes down to is props to Corey Grave. Carmel's a bad bitch. He did. He did no physical harm to anyone. That's all I'm saying. Nope. Short answer is he didn't do anything illegal. Cheating on your wife is not illegal if he did. And that's it, right? That's the, mm-hmm. And that's how I can justify it. And I know people don't. doesn't mean I agree. doesn't mean I agree with if he did. I just don't care. I don't fucking care. I don't care what people do. And they're in there. You like to jerk off in a sock? I don't care. None of my business. It's my, my, your personal time is not my business. What you do behind closed doors is not my business as long as you're not affecting someone's health or well-being. <laughs> Okay. Like Issa, when she scares me, sometimes that affects my well-being. And people need to know that she has this bloodthirst about her. I'm trying to get tickets for Good Morning America. Are you really? <laughs> oh, live on air. We're live, pal. Sorry. That's cool. We're on Spotify now, too. Hey. Hey, Spotify. and I don't know. Like I'm going to have to make a list because we're on like 11 things now. Yeah. Yeah, this was a this was a, a loaded show. There was a lot to talk about, right? We did a lot, and we did it under an hour. It was a power hour. I really want to know what's going to happen with NXT, because I thought they would announce this FS1 deal on Wednesday, and that's why they put them on both shows, but that didn't happen. I read spoilers, um, and I'm just going to say hype. Hype, 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 hype. Yeah. Because I, I don't watch it. I just read the spoilers and then watch what I want to watch. Matt Riddle. I saw some spoilers. I always watch Matt Riddle. yesterday. Good shit. And when Matt Riddle comes out, in New York, you're going to see me going fucking bonkers, okay? I'm not going to NXT. I know, you're meeting Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I can't believe Roman <laughs> Reigns is on Good Morning America Tuesday. And I'm over here so hyped. I hope that he America. goes on Wake Up San Francisco on Wednesday. <laughs> Wake up! What I like about Good Morning America is that even if you can't get the tickets, because you know how they're free, so it's hard to get them, but like you can in the outside it's just fucking freezing right now but you still get the chance to meet them when they come in and out so it's kind of cool i hope so but i'm telling you i will be there i'm already in the city at that time anyway so why the fuck not speaking of the city guys the 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 pre wrestlemania kickoff rant with aunt gala will be overlooking new york city on april 4th that is a thursday at 6.30, we'll be going live on Twitch with shows from the Wrestle Addict Radio crew. We'll have fun events. We're going to have a live pre-show with Who Got Next and Rant With Ant. All four of us on stage at once doing NXT and Mania predictions. It's going to be wild. There's going to be alcohol. There's going to be nice dresses. You should see mine. My flats are to die for. Um, East is going to be slaying. I just I know that already. I have an amazing jacket, and it's gonna be a fun time. And if you're a Patreon, you get to experience it live. And we're gonna have a red carpet. We're gonna have people taking pictures with us. We're gonna have it filmed. Everything is gonna be amazing. It's the biggest thing we've ever done. I'm really excited for it. If you want to attend, go to Patreon.com/backslash/RantWithAnt. One dollar gets you in. If you pledge one dollar a month, you're you get the invite to the gala, and you can come and you can hang out. And you can meet us. I can't wait. I can't wait. I really am excited about it. This great community. Um, We're doing a venue check, I think, on this Sunday. So tomorrow, if you're listening this Saturday, tomorrow, I will be at the venue. It's going to be like when the the Bucks and Cody went to MGM. It's going to be me, Phil, and Issa looking at this venue. We might record it. Maybe we'll record something cool. Um, (laughs) But I'm super excited. And, like, 
I'm nailing down everything, and this won't be like Fire Festival. You won't get ham and cheese sandwiches. I promise maybe you will. I don't know what the budget is right now. I think we blew the budget on the backdrop. I don't know, um, but <laughs> we'll see. But I'm just we telling you to be there. We will figure it out, but it's it, going to be fun, and there's going to be food, and there will be alcohol. Yeah. There's going to be alcohol, wine, and beer. And if you want to bring something, you can bring your own bottle. <laughs> I'm only supplying wine and beer. Um, then we have our WrestleMania Rant Mania shirts up. Represent.com backslash store backslash Rant with Ant. Go buy one today. If you love hearing wrestling talk, well, you came to the right place. Rant with Ant has Who Got Next every Friday where MJ and Phil break down all the news and reviews of the best brand going and XT. I kind of did it like him there. And you can check out our All Elite Wrestling Show. The E is for Elite, which drops periodically when news breaks. If that's not enough wrestling talk for you, and I doubt it is because we all love wrestling so much, go over to Wrestle Addict Radio where you can get Kings of the Rings podcast, Gift the Podcast, Smashes Podcast, Fourth Wall WrestleCast, and Not Your Mama Soap Opera. Also, represent.com backslash store backslash Russell Attic Radio to buy their merchandise as well. Issa has this awesome YouTube channel where she uploads all the reviews. Where is that at? YouTube.com slash WWE Demon Diva. Go check out my reactions. Elimination Chamber reactions are up. You know how awesome the chamber was? It early it ended early enough that I actually was able to upload my reaction the same night and not the next day. Every pay-per-view should be that way. It was beautiful. Yeah, every I, I agree. I love the I love the being over at like ten thirty. Like what the fuck? Why can't we get that on Monday I think night? A Raw? four hour show should be for the big four, right? Yep. But everything else can be like that and it was perfect. The show was No the I Big Four get five hours. Royal Rumble went to fucking midnight. That was bullshit. <laughs> it went from 6 to midnight. I didn't go from 6 to midnight watching it, but it went from 6 to midnight. Yeah. That was a boner was joke. If you want to catch my new album, Boner Jams, go to patreon.com <laughs> backslash fuck? rant with Ant. Now, I'm telling you guys, the Patreon is the place to be. 2019 is going to be the best year ever for this brand. Thank you so much for your support, and thank you for keeping wrestling real. Adios. So kawaii. I miss you, Phil. Ha, <laughs> ha,